It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 125, The Keys of Marinus. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS should be free of the force field. But the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a limited, but a person. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your tri-weekly classic Doctor Who review podcast. Uh, switching it up today, uh, I'm starting off. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm Dan, one of your hosts. And uh, who do we have here joining me today? Ah, hi, Dan. This is Eric. See, you're actually more natural at it. It didn't feel as painfully awkward uh, as when I try to get to that part after you say about the tri-weekly classic Doctor Who podcast. Are you supposed to, you know, am I uh, introducing myself? Am I introducing you? Right. What what, do I work for you? Like, there's that whole, it's it's, 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 it's a whole lot of layers. He does Uh, work for me, but he hasn't been paid in five years. I have not been paid uh, for this podcast. I just want to point that out. (laughs) Although, you can go to my Ko-Fi and throw me some money for the wonderful times you're having. Uh, You can find a link to that on uh, (laughs) twitter.com slash egrissom. Give me a follow, follow the link, go to my link tree, buy some books, uh, download some games, throw some money at the machine. Dan! Do you people believe this? We start off the show and this I is what he does? I think we should start, start off, off the show with an ad for something I'm trying to sell. Always. Always. Uh, got I mean, one available now. Uh, at least uh, one, no, Dan, one of us not, is creating things. Yeah, and that's, we're not here that. to peddle my wares. Are we not? We're kind of are. Because why else? <laughs> I already explained uh, that there's no payment coming from you. None. There's no check from None. Dan Johnson Industries nope. uh, to greet me at my mailbox. There's just, you know, sad ads for uh, off-brand meats uh, that are for sale at whatever uh, new fast food joint has opened in the neighborhood. <laughs> hey, we use Grubhub. You know what I'm talking about, Dan? If you go out now and you get any kind of takeout, any kind of takeout... There's uh-huh. this sadness because you're always behind some poor Grubhub or uh, uh, yeah, uh, what, what are the other Uber ones? Eats, Uber or, Eats, whatever driver, and they're always seamless. they're on their phone and they're just getting waffle fries for who knows. It's the saddest. We've created such a sad society. Is there a taxonomy of like uh, saddest to least sad? I mean, it feels like to me maybe Uber Eats is the least sad and like Task Rabbit or. Or what's the one? I don't even DoorDash. know what TaskRabbit is. DoorDash. DoorDash. Like, I, like that's like low. an interest. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I would like a movie like Taxi Driver. Yeah. Uh, but set up with uh, people that Delivery. deliver your food, yeah. and then like all the inner politics, you know, of like you know this person looks down on this person because he's DoorDash, and the guy from would you say TaskRabbit? He's going to go crazy and um, I'm not even sure cleanse I, the streets. I, I guess you could have. I think that's a great stuff. idea, Dan. Okay. It's Guys. a uh, delivery driver that also hunts serial killer who delivers Wait, your okay, food. Okay, this is because you just uh, <laughs> read through the, a doll's house in Sandman, isn't it? I did. I that's, did. That's well, why it's just I, I've I've been 
plowing through Sandman. Same here. Uh, the Sandman comic. So I am. I have the absolute editions. I am on the third volume. So I am just starting the, the brief live storyline. So mm-hmm. I did a Doll's House uh, several weeks ago, but in Sandman years, years ago. Yeah. Because uh, that's where you are, right? You're yep. starting Half, it or ending it? No, halfway it. through maybe uh, Doll's House right now. Right. Oh, man. We're going to save this for our, our, our other <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I think... But I mean, this is the, Doll's House is one of my favorite story arcs i love gilbert's i don't irras- even talk about it irrational, dan, dan, an, an after we're done dan of, i love Fiddler's cut his game. mic cut his mic speaking of podcast dan speaking i have been doing podcast. a podcast about doctor who for a number oh. of years oh. uh yeah it could why is this itself. the first time i'm hearing about it? i know i'm bad at promoting it okay. it's called uh the old doctor who show it stars yeah. you uh and oh, me yeah. Right, and we the latest episode stars. You're using the word stars really liberally here. Yeah, stars. the latest that Dan, you are a star. We all know it. Dan, Perfect. the latest episode, yeah, is about the keys of Marinus. Oh, you should that, really listen. to Is that it. the one that we're doing right now? That's happening right now. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, so it was, all, it was all over Twitter. Yeah. So why don't you hit the button? Yep. Uh, and we will uh, step out of our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let a computer decide. So, Dan, hit the hit the it's button here. About time. All right. Woo doo. No, 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 no. Lady dreams. Glasses, Chesterton. Mm. 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 There's some orange juice, please. Why not? Help yourself. There's plenty more. Now, now, child, don't take it all. We must leave some for Barbara when she wakes up. <laughs> Barbara. She really is having a deep sleep, isn't she? What's the matter? Hmm? Oh, this. Oh, I don't know. Just a sort of mild irritation on the forehead. It's nothing at all. No, there's nothing there. I only mentioned it because I have rather a sore spot here myself. Oh. Oh, look! Look, Grandfather, it's my dress. Thank you. Thank you. It's beautiful. Look! It really is very elegant, Susan. (laughs) Can I show Barbara? Can I wake her up? Why not? She can't sleep all the morning. Barbara! This is the Keys of Marinus, Dan. This is the uh, fifth story uh, from the first season, Lucky Number One. That's where all the magic began uh, of the show Doctor Who, which you and I are a part of. It was directed by... We're a part of Doctor Who? Yeah, we're... Honestly, now, if we're not written in in some capacity... (laughs) To uh, Eric? novelization, to an erotic poem, to something <laughs> that someone out there is doing. You need to. We we might feature heavily in that miniseries Flux because I haven't watched it yet. You I haven't don't watched know. it, and I'm know. waiting the four years until it pops up on uh, HBO Max. <laughs> no, uh, this is uh, the uh, directed by John. Was it Gary Gory? Gory, and written by Terry Nation of uh, Daleks fame. We all know Terry Nation. Uh, the Doctor, Susan, and uh, Babs, and of course Ian, who is dressed in... Um, he's wearing some kind of dr- uh, silk dragon uh, robe, which reminded me instantly of one of my favorite characters from the movie Best in Show. Uh, oh, God, yes. You know, when yeah. it's... Um, what's his name? I can't think of the actor's name. Should have looked that up. 
Uh, but he's with Michael McKeon, uh, Michael McKeon's boyfriend, and there's a scene when they're, like, getting ready for the night before, and he's in a similar, like, robe. Kimono, uh, and, yeah. And they're watching TV, and they're talking about their, uh, their competition. John, Mike, great John Michael Higgins. John Michael Higgins, who's awesome, who also played David Letterman in we're the gonna Late be there. Shift. We're going to be uh, there for two nights. Do you need all this? Kimono? Yeah, I need more kimonos. <laughs> yes, yes. Love him. He's a, a great guy. I'm sorry I missed uh, messed your name up, uh, but yeah. So uh, Ian's Ian's got his uh, his gear on. Uh, so anyway, it turns out they go to see an island paradise that turns out to be a death trap. Uh, mm. It's surround the island is surrounded by acid, and it's under constant attack by a group of people that called their, themselves the Verd. Which is a very comic booky name for like a supervillain group. I thought I, I was I enjoyed the name The Verd, or it could be like a Star Trek. I've never watched Star Trek, but I imagine you know people are always worried about The Verd. Uh, they're after a supercomputer consciousness, Dan, that's been directing the, their civilization for millennia. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order to start up the machine again, I don't know why they're starting up the machine again. It doesn't seem like they have they're ready to make it Verd proof. But they're looking for the keys, five of them, which is uh, convenient because there's six episodes, so we have plenty of time to find five keys. Dan, what did you think of the uh, keys of Marinus? If I'm pronouncing that correctly, of course I am. I watched the. I did. I did not. I, I watched this. I did not watch it. I don't know why you're saying. That. Why do I keep saying that? I mean, <laughs> just because you mispronounced words. I think it's words. Is it words? I think it's I words. don't know. Who cares? It's the verb. Who's you the remember verb? the verb? Uh, yeah, get, verb, go on. Verb pipe. Verb. Okay. Verb pipe. Uh, yeah. Verb records. Right. Uh, Velvet Underground. Uh, several uh, of their LPs were on Verb records. Sure. You're thinking about the Verb pipe, right? Who got yeah. sued because they had uh, a <laughs> sample from something? Talking about obscure '90s bands. <laughs> Let's. Uh, do you want to talk about Sub Pop for a while? Okay. Yes. I, I well, actually that's our other podcast. About we're going to drop a, another episode into the feed where we just talk about sub pop. <laughs> we're just going to review the sub pop singles club. Uh, I'm a big fan of the head coats. Uh, Dan, Dan, please, Dan, please get us through here before we start talking about Tad. Tad, I don't think I know Tad. <laughs> was it Seven Way Santa? Was that uh, was that oh, the name? Boy. It doesn't matter. You're, Dan, you're, you're winning. You're winning by heart. Um, what did I think of this? I actually kind of enjoyed this story. There's, oh, yeah? Yeah. It, okay, so it's a six-parter. We all know that a six six is too many parts for anything. But what's what's nice about it is it's one of those um, stories where every episode they're going to someplace different. The characters break up into smaller groups, so you're spending time with different characters at different times, and I liked them all. Um, of course, we love coming back to seeing... Um, Ian and Babs. It's a classic pairing. It's peanut butter and chocolate. It's the best. Um, I love the doctor in this story. He seems so much... I I know this is only the fifth story. It feels like a later version of of this doctor where he's less um, crotchety and irascible and just... He just seems more kind and funny and easygoing. Uh, Maybe it's because halfway through this this, uh, production... Uh, William Hartnell left for vacation, and that's why he wasn't in two of the stories. Maybe that made him feel better. But just the writing of the character, he just feels like a much friendlier uh, first Doctor than we see in the very beginning of this. Um, I still have problems with Susan. Um, she's just written so strangely. Just she, Yeah, I, I between... will save a lot of this for my yeah. own thing, but 
Yeah. Everybody hates Susan. They spend a lot of time with with people. Like, she's like, can I go with you? And the doctor's like, no, I don't think it's a very good idea. And then later, (laughs) Ian does the same thing. She's like, can I go with you? He's like, nobody wants you, Susan. Go (laughs) scream in the screaming forest for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for Susan, but she doesn't bring a lot to the table in terms of her character other than being hysterical. uh, Apparently, in the little scant research that I did do, um, the actress said that she was really displeased with how the, Susan was written in this serial specifically. Yeah. She said she was uh, felt like it was written like a child describing her character as pathetic. And that is 100% yeah. true. She That's screams right so many times. Her shoe drops in the acid and it melts and she screams as though she just had like a, a limb ripped off. She screams like... It's just ridiculous. Crying into Barbara's shoulders. Like, there's just times I expect Barbara's eyes to roll out of her head whenever Susan's just, like, crying on her chest. No, she is a burden. Like, she is a burden to everyone involved in the uh, making of this. Except for times when she, like, that's, I think, like, this character's so inconsistently written. There are times when she, like, is actually useful. Not necessarily in this story, but she's, like, kind of a genius and is able to, like, come up with clever solutions. But in this one, she's just, eh. She was the only thing that really let, let me down. I liked all the secondary characters. Um, uh, what was it? Do you want to get them on mic? Do you want to yeah. Them can you guys can you guys pull up? <laughs> pull up. Give me uh, your closer. thoughts on. Uh, we do a mic check on the dogs. Um, I liked Altos and Sabitha. They were they were pretty cool. Um, at the end, the like the fifth story, we have like the or was it fifth and sixth stories. We had the courtroom scenes and everything. So all the like the arbiter and the inquisitors and whatever, they were all really cool. I, overall, this was a, a a huge amount of fun for a six parter in this era. So there's a lot of qualifiers yes. there. So I liked yeah. it a lot more than I thought. Eric, I don't care what you think. I think we're done with the show. We'll done. wrap it up. Our next story. No, go ahead. Tell me. Tell me what you thought about this. Uh, uh, what did I think about the statue that gr- almost grabs your ass? Yeah. Uh, no, the uh, I back liked it also. I feel like I have the same thoughts as you. Huh. I like I like a quest, mm-hmm. a fetch quest thing. Even, you know, I know that's a common complaint in video games or whatever, sure. but I like that. I like, you know, it goes back to watching G.I. Joe and the Weather Dominator uh, episodes of G.I. Joe where they're pieces of the Weather Dominator. Do you have any oh, idea what I'm talking yeah. about? Yes, they're hidden in different locales and they have to go find them. So I like all that stuff. And I thought I like the fact that it's a big overarching story, but each individual serial was its own thing for the most mm-hmm. part. The last two are really sort of, you know, cleaning up some stuff from a previous one and then adding the whole <clears throat> courtroom thing. But no, I thought it was good. I thought all the cast was good. You mentioned Altos, Altis, Altos, Altoids. Altoids. Uh, when he's first on the scene, he is creepy. Yeah, He's got like a creepy vibe. He's got no pants on. Uh, and hats no off complaints. to him for being in that snow um, episode. No complaints. Literally that, no, nothing below. That man, that man is all thighs, and uh, there were no problems in this household. Yes. And I felt like even, I mean, I guess they're supposed, this is the second episode, which was really cool, mm-hmm. um, which is where, you know, they're on this place, and it, all your dreams, uh, and they put like a thing on your head for some reason, whatever. Um, but they abandoned Barbara pretty quickly. Uh, yeah. Where they're like, yeah, go off with this weird guy without pants. But now I guess they're sort of under the influence. But Ian is, he doubts it early. 
Um, so I'm a little I'm a little surprised at how easily they were like, oh yeah, just take her away to your quote unquote doctor. Well, they they had the they put the headstones on them and barbers fell off. They so did, yes. Yeah. So he, he had already at least had one night of the headstone to start to turn him into yeah. a zombie. I thought that was really cool. I love yeah. that whole idea of getting these wishes, but it's actually this you know the reality that you're in the Matrix type thing is not. You know, when you see Barbara's POV, I love in that. rags and stuff. But it, that was really cool. It was so very, well done. Very, very, very good episode. Even if that was its own thing outside of this um, storyline, it would have worked. I thought. I'd love to. Can we talk about that? Some that of episode? the writing was a little weak, though. I felt oh. like they there's a lot of lines and dialogue where, the, and I don't know if it's the actors flubbing lines that led to things that are like repeated words and stuff like at some point someone says like a deep form of deep hypnosis and then the next person saying deep like like a lot of the dialogue and stuff felt very clunky yeah i felt anyway um but again it's hard to tell because there's so many times that like especially with hartnell he'll just repeat a line or say a line a little bit differently or then there's another scene where you're not sure if um uh sabina sabina sabitha sabitha is do, delivering the line oddly, or is she saying the line that Hartnell was supposed to say so that the scene makes sense? Like, there's there's moments like that, so it's hard to tell, like, what's a script, what's acting, and what's just sort of running out of time. One thing about that, yes. it's, it is interesting, because you do mention, like, the flubbing of lines and Hartnell, obviously being notorious for um, stumbling over his lines, and they, they can't afford to do retakes, so that it just airs that way. Um, but apparently... And this is, again, for my the scant research I did. I, I noted the one time when Hartnell says, I can't improve at this very moment. And it goes back and says, I can't, I can't prove it at this, at this very moment. And so it's this big flub, and it's really obvious. But according to the DVD track, mm-hmm. Terry Nation actually wrote the stumble into the script intentionally. Oh, but I don't, okay. I, But I don't – it doesn't serve any purpose. So, like, it's more charming to me because I love Hartnell in those, that kind of way. We're just like kind of goes with it. He something doesn't come out right, and he just fixes it and keeps going. But I don't know why it would have been written that way. Anyway, maybe yeah, it's not true, odd. but that's apparently what it says in the DVD track. Anyway, who is the main bad? Uh, not the main bad. Well, he's kind of a bad guy, even though he's not a bad guy. The keeper of the um, the computer. What's that guy's name? Ar- Arbit- Ar- Ar- Arbiton. Ar- Arbiton. Yeah. Arbiton. I get it. My Arbiton. I had terrible bug infestation until I called Arbiton. Yeah. No, he, he when he does his little soliloquy after they leave, it reminded me so much of pull the string in uh, in the Ed Wood. Oh God! You're not talking about. I've only seen that once. Yeah. Yeah, with Bella Lugosi is yelling pull the string, pull the string. Um. Anyway, he was cool, but I. They, he, like, locks the TARDIS in, so he's like, that's not very cool. They're really prisoners to yeah. him. Yeah, And then there's, there's Ian makes a decision early with no knowledge of who the quote-unquote bad guy is because he pretty much throws a guy to his death. He throws one of those uh, uh, daft punk-looking dudes <laughs> that's like, you know, he's a, yeah. that guy's attacking the old guy who yep. previously had already attacked Barbara. And everyone else, and, and had them as prisoners, and just tosses him down the pit. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, I guess you made the right call because if it was the other way, you know, I actually thought that at the very beginning, as you know, obviously the Vords were dressed in a certain way, <laughs> the Daft Punk, but dressed in a certain way to make them look like they were the bad guys. And there's this 
mysterious monk-looking figure in white robes. Yeah. So obviously, bad guy, good guy. But I did wonder, like, oh, maybe he did make the wrong choice, and this wasn't, you know, they're on the wrong side. But of course, no, they didn't. Didn't go that crazy with it. I do love the design of the the Vord's helmet. Like, yeah, wet, it was cool. The, the wetsuit part, okay, that's kind of silly. Like with, insect with like, it felt very yeah, much like an insect. Uh, feel insect reptile sort of something yeah. going on it was it was much more elaborate than i would expect to see and felt much more solid you tend to see like some of these costumes where it's like the rubber costumes that are kind of like falling apart almost this looked really good i, I liked them. apparently they were also the idea here you know it's terry nation and he had huge success with the daleks they wanted to create another enemy that people will be like oh my god it's they're just as good as the daleks and cause the same sort of sensation over it and have toys and whatever never happened um, is this the only appearance of this race? In this TV series, I believe so. Then there were novelizations and comics that explain more about them. Yeah. Apparently, they were cool. I mean, they I were like... like an alien race that came to this planet and, and took advantage of it because everyone was subdued by the computer and there was no violence on the planet. Oh, so that's interesting. Like, apparently, I... that's what was explained in some of the novelizations. So that comes from the novelization because yeah. I got the impression... They shared the planet or something? That it was yeah. the same people on the planet. It's just right. like, you know, there's garbage people and garbage is going to rise. And eventually, because right. they say like someone, you know, these people eventually learned how to overcome the computer as right. if they were just part of the society. And after a thousand right. years, eventually evolution And, and you know, I'm not it. sure how, how strict. Who knows? I mean, that sounds like a re- with the, the continu- right. Yeah, the continuity Doesn't between matter. the two. I'm not sure that it really matters. I thought that they were just, you know humanoids that look just like everyone else but they're just wearing masks but i don't know if those were helmets or if that's actually part of their faces i'm not sure what was meant there right um well because this these are such individualized stories i almost feel like we have to tackle them as separate stories absolutely um so with the first yeah Yeah. this first one we sort of kind of covered everything right i mean there's this is another dumb classic dumb grissom observation uh, but when it, it said Keys of Marinus, and then you saw the beach, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, those keys. Like, thinking, like, Florida keys. Like, islands. Like, gotcha. Like, they're not actual keys. Clever. But it turns out they're actually <laughs> They're actually keys. Uh, I like that, though. That's nice. But I didn't mind. Like, the miniature stuff, like, it's totally charming. It's a little goofy, but it's fine. Like, the little toy boats, like, the little submarine things. Yeah. They were it interesting design, though. Apparently... This is the first time we see a TARDIS model materialize. It yeah, I mean, this and is it was the, cute. It was nice. Would little... we say it was the third episode or the third fifth. story or fifth? Fifth no. story. Yeah, something. But still, but, um, first season. First season. And so that was actually pretty cool. I felt the same way about the models. Like they're charming. They're not super effective, but they yeah. have their own sort of like yeah. Something and we don't get many models beyond the first story or first episode of this arc, right? Well, no, that's not true. We get um. Uh, later in the what is it called the snows of terror, um, we see like in the distance uh, a quarter mile away. Oh, his, see, the, a, the a cabin. little cabin yeah, with yeah, the smoke. Right. Yep. So you do see that. There's a couple other ones, but that's the main one. I think that the model island was most effective actually in the final shot at the end when they're pulling back and you see the pyramid yeah. and it goes back and, and like as soon as you get into a really wide shot of the island, yeah. the model actually looks very good. Um, I thought it was like very the- nice. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I thought the the main story conceit of a computer mm-hmm. that they kept improving upon, and then eventually the humans became so dependent on a machine. Mm-hmm. This is uh, 
but it was even pre, more this than is that. Pre, but but Larry and Jihad, you know, mind you, you know, this is when uh, humanity relied too much on the machines. Sure. Uh, before the Mentats, um, but no, mm-hmm. this. So um, I like that. I thought that was all really cool, and that that they dismantled the machine because there was the concern that this group that's you know impervious to its influence or whatever. But I did not really understand why he's collecting the keys now because he's not destroying them unless they can't like did he know like what were they going to do if the good guy quote-unquote good guy got the keys because it doesn't work on the the bad guys so i have to be honest i honestly i didn't quite get that either he needs to get the keys in order to restart the machine so that they could I don't know. Yeah, like, I, like maybe <laughs> I, there I was like a I'm line dumb. that I missed where I he was like, I figured out how to way. do it. Yep. Now I need to get the keys back. All I have to do is carry the two, and it's going to work again. But or, the, or even the doctors, yeah. Because the machine isn't just, like, writing down. It, it started off as, like, it's the rule maker, and it de- determines the laws, and people are going to follow it. And it turned into, like, this mind control thing that actually, it wasn't just, like, People became reliant on it. They had no choice. They were under its influence entirely. So I, I was wondering to see, did he want to bring it back online because then he could contr- help control the people so they could fight back against the vort? Like I don't, I like you. I feel like I must have just missed a line because I don't understand yeah. why he's making them do it. Anyway. It's weird. Again, like so. This or, is or all part of. The, was he getting yeah. the keys just so the vorts couldn't get them? Well, he, he was, was doing like, it so the wards couldn't get them, but they he does say, just, like, just when you bring reason. it back, like, if things go wrong, destroy the keys. But, like, yeah. if the whole point was to destroy the keys, which, you know, then just find the key and break it when you, you know, when you're done. But, like, he had a plan to try to get them for himself because they were going to improve the machine again i i guess i, guess. I know. the overarching thing again each one of these individual stories really does stand on its own and we're if we yes. jump into the second one especially trying to really figure out how that squares with this race of two head you know two eyed prongs they look like the little uh things the daniel johnston creature with the sure. stalks and the eyes at the yeah. end of it like wh- where who are they like where did they they were like they had evolved to the point where they didn't need their bodies, but like they were just brain slugs, right? So I don't know what's that. What are they about? Why aren't they really uh, interested in the key? Do they know about the key? Like they're I not mean, even they, really concerned about the keys. The keys are just a thing that they get at the end as like a prize, right? Yeah, they don't. Okay, again, they're so not using the power of the computer well, in any way to create these illusions. Not? Okay, are so, they? So, so so in the I second story. They come to this uh, this place, uh, Morphoton, uh, city yes. of dreams, um, and, and it feels very much like the Romans, yeah, right where where Babs is lying out, and there's people feeding her she grapes is, and everything. She goes ahead of them by maybe thirty seconds. She she uses her <laughs> wristwatch thing. Happened. Thirty seconds. She's yeah. already laying there eating grapes, completely. Dry. I mean, it makes sense because and just ordering people around, right. like. Without even a qualm or a, no, a moment not, of hesitation. They like, want yeah, me to order yeah. these things. It makes them This happen. cap is Luke. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Luke warm, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but then it you know, kind of makes sense because, oh, they're all under this kind of 
hypnosis. They don't quite understand. So, so in in the overarching story, there's a computer that controls all people's consciousness and tells yes. them what to do. But then in this little second story, a similar thing is happening, but in a different way with these brain stocks that are causing people to see things differently. And they, it, but they're using some sort of device. They have the the stone they put on their heads. They have this control room where all the brains are under glass, but they have this big yep. machine. And that jumping ahead, whenever uh, Barbara runs in there and breaks them all, that's where they find the keys. So maybe the key was powering this. Yeah, but I guess just locally. I guess you're right because the area, key was, but it wasn't explained. I don't. Right. I don't know. I, that, that's a good point because that is where the key is. Right. So maybe that had corrupted it or somehow used. But the keys are explained as little micro microprocessor processors yeah. or something. So something. I guess there's some. There's something, some, going something there. to them, but it doesn't really operate the machine that creates all this stuff. That's on the island, right? So yeah. uh, otherwise, so maybe, maybe it's, fine. The, these, it's all fine. doesn't matter. In, in Morphoton, they, they kind of maybe, you know, retrofitted yeah. it. They, they had the keys. They built a thing around it that they could, whatever. Yes. I thought that story did. was great, though, because, like, they, they started out and your expectation is Ian is going to be the hero. He's the one that doesn't trust everything right away. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is duped. But it really becomes Barbara's story. And she's like out, although most of the time she's hiding behind a wall yeah. in the jail cell but yeah. where they can't find her. <laughs> um, but it was still cool because at least it was her and she's the one that destroys all the stuff. So it's like her whole thing and it's totally complete contained. And yeah. the illusion's broken. Once the things are, everyone riots and they just split and leave yeah. a bloody aftermath. Whatever is going to be happening in that. Uh, nightmare city after they leave but i thought that was cool one of the details i liked um oh and the daughter right we find out we find sabetha there sabetha is the daughter of the guy that had gone ahead now i mean the guy who was in charge right uh, he had sent her out to find (laughs) altoids sent her to find uh yeah the keys um i did like the detail that was it barbara that picked this up that that she noticed that no one was there no one there in morverton blinked Yes, yeah. Which I think, yeah, very, no, I think it was, was Ian. A, was, was it Ian, Ian okay. I think, yeah, early. Right. Yeah. Notice that. And it was very cool because if you do watch, there's extended, you know, 30, 45 seconds where it's like, nope, they are not blinking. Yeah, They're and that's what makes him so unnerving so creepy, so when creepy. you see him, though. He's just like staring at you and as you see all the whites of his eyes around. He's like, that guy is a murderer. And he's got yep. no pants on, which is fine. It's totally uh, fine. But it is a, it's a lot sometimes. <laughs> He's got, he's got great gams, and he knows how to use them. It was good, though. I mean, I the, thought that was like a cool little, uh, totally unexpected. And these civilizations are so vastly different. Yeah. Especially when yeah. we jump to the next one. It's like nothing is quite, doesn't seem like it all exists within the same planet. But, right. you know, if you look at Earth and different cultures and everything, it all kind of makes sense, too. Yeah, but there are very few uh, countries on planet Earth where people have evolved into brain stocks with slugs for yeah. eyes. But. It's fun. It um, seems like a lot of work, though, for these. Uh, also, they also reminded me of, like, uh, Kodo and what's the other, the Simpsons aliens that are in every oh, yes, yes. Uh, Halloween special. Yeah. But, like, so they spend all of this effort into fooling people, into relaxing so they can make them slaves. Mm-hmm. But what are they really doing? Because you don't see a lot of, like, mining or no. work or... Power for they're the mostly just getting more people. They're mostly just doing errands for new. <laughs> it's like they're spending all of their energy making uh, 
uh, dishes or whatever they're doing. Although I guess it's just garbage food anyway. I don't know. Yeah, it's Ooh, fine. It was good. I liked it. I liked it. It's like uh, it's like in the Lost Boys when he's uh, he's not yeah. They're eating. only noodles, Michael. They're not noodles. It's maggots. Yeah. yeah. Or is it noodles? Is we, it don't noodles? we don't know. Yeah, that's the vampire uh, uh, mind stuff. That's why yep. they're so handsome. Uh, but maybe they're not. Maybe that's not. the thing. They're horribly yeah. ugly. No. Nope. You know that's what fine. I mean? Vampires. So anyway, um, at the end, <laughs> at the end of the door story, dash, you're dead. No, that's not it. Well, we'll figure something out. I'll come up. <laughs> no, so so are you done? Are you? Are you, are you, are you I just got. <laughs> are you done with this? So uh, this yes, but story? moving on, moving on from the this uh, this yep, episode to the it next gets one. Very cold. But it's, the, it's they do the same thing. Where in the f- between the first and the second, uh, Barbara jumps ahead of them. Yep. And in this one, um, uh, uh, Susan's like, "I'm out," and she pieces out. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's not so the it's winter like, one. It's why the, do you keep, is it yeah, the, the screaming? Is screaming it the screaming jungle. jungle next? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And yep. the doctor does say, "Oh, I guess this has happened in the first story. We didn't mention the doctor says I'm going to go ahead to look for this other guy." I'm, so he skips ahead three jumps. Yeah, instead. like it's almost like you're not going to be in the rest of, like he's not he he eventually is gone at this moment and you don't see him till much much later until the courtroom one yep right which is that's 5 right. so yeah. i thought that i mean i guess that's kind of strange for him to be the star of his own show first season yeah. and he's sort of removed so apparently like he like i said he did go on vacation for uh okay. for two of the episodes or episodes 2 and uh 3 and 4 um, he still got on-screen credit because that was in his contract, but he had been working nonstop um, for months up to this point. So, anyway, it was just interesting. Yeah, there was there was no doctor, and it didn't really, you know, not that he wouldn't have brought something to it, but um, it was it was fine. interesting to see it without it, without the doctor there and everyone. Well, else there were so it. many people. It it was helpful too because now you've got these two new companions uh, yep. essentially okay. uh, to deal with. Altos so we're in the we're in the screaming Sabita. jungle. With uh yeah with uh with with Altoids and uh, Sabithas there, um, what did you think of this this story? So we have the, we have this jungle planet. The uh, some some experiment has happened that has caused yeah. nature to rapidly evolve much quicker, and the, the destruction destructive force of nature is unleashed. And this was my least favorite of the lot. I think yeah, personally. This, between this one and the Snows of Terror, I didn't really like. Well, the Snows of, of Terror is just scary in a different way because it's just like this predator that's uh. got Barbara locked it. Like he literally locks the door. Like yeah. it's really a uh, little we'll heavy-handed in the we'll implications. Uh, but yeah. yeah, we'll get to that one. <laughs> but yeah, this this but this, there's not a whole except for like the I did like the production design and you have uh ian and altoids and sabitha go off and <laughs> looking around to find a way in uh ian just tells barbara to stay put and of course she goes yeah. wandering into the into the uh, uh, i know I, she's, and i blame ian like he, she's literally in blame trouble ian. and even after she screams he's still like messing around with stuff i mean i guess he's trying to get a weapon or something before he gets locked into the thing yeah but this is is this before or after the hands that you so not, think not are going to go on the rear but they're not they're just on the thighs just lovingly caressing <laughs> the thighs but it's just weird cuz it is literally a guy is is behind the scenes like it is, right it, now do i do it now okay do it, it now it is so yeah. obvious that from the very first time you see the statue the hands you're like okay those hands are going to move cuz you can yeah. kind of see them shaking a little anyway, 
Uh, I like that design, though. It was really cool. And no, it was cool. Climbing up there and finds the decoy key, whatever. Y- yes. I guess. Uh, that part was cool too because you're like oh we have it but then no we don't have it and i like temples and i like secret passage it is and all of that stuff right but i felt like whatever the main story on that like i i don't know it was a little weak and then even like the the trees coming through at the end like the vines or whatever attacking them and you know they're they're they have that little bit of a dilemma about like did barbara go forward or not go forward i don't know about you when that that was going on I was still I was thinking like were they like not good either like I wasn't sure about how like um could we Al- actually trust Altus them? and and uh, Sabitha like I didn't right. quite know if they were 100% legit or if they were actually looking to steal the key and right whatever it was good. I mean, it was interesting. It, that it, that concept is interesting too. Because yes. if you're only jumping forward, you would never know if that person's dead or if they need your help, and right, they could right. be forward, and you're wasting your time. So it was cool. Yep. And they find a, an old uh, hermit there. That's I guess the scientist and knows about these experiments. Yeah. They read through his. It was just fun. It was really there. Just wasn't much to it. No. Right. It was the most little, forgettable little story. Weak, I think. All right. So we can. Um, just, uh, and like the screaming jungle part that happens immediately, right? Because you mentioned that, so it starts with Susan. Like we we keep mentioning Susan, but other than Susan uh, hearing the screaming jungle, and then everyone like, "Are you okay?" I don't remember what she did Nothing. through the entire entirety. Other than we talked about like she really wanted to go with the doctor when he went ahead, and he was like, "No, nope. we got to split up." And they're like, "Split up." There's one of you going here, and right. everyone else going the other side. But it's not right. whatever. He just no, what did she do? Away. I don't remember what she nothing. did. That whole story. No, nothing. Nothing that I can recall. So if it was anything, it wasn't important. Um, the other thing about it too is. The, the, the title of the story is The Screaming Jungle, but they keep talking about the whispering when the whispering starts. Yeah. First of all, it doesn't sound like whispering. It also doesn't no. sound like screaming. Um, but I don't know why the vegetation is making noise. It doesn't, I don't, it doesn't make no. any sense. Okay. It was just a silly story. It was it like was a fun. good idea. I felt like it just wasn't completely fleshed out. Like he's just going through his notebook of ideas and just throwing Yep. Throwing whatever. Uh, Apparently, so we, there was um, a claim of plagiarism surrounding this. Uh, is that true? As well, yeah. Uh, well, it's as true as the internet says it is. Um, but that someone had submitted a story that talked about the you know uh, vegetation becoming a dominant form of life on a planet, and that story wasn't used. But then they said that hey, mm. you stole it for this one. It doesn't matter. But anyway, it was the weakest story I thought. Anyway. Yep, then we go to the cold planet, uh, or the, not the cold planet, it's the same planet, the cold area. Snows uh, of terror. Yep, where you find, uh, it starts out and Barbara's going down. Uh, she is out of energy and Ian is trying to hold her together and they seem like they're doomed. Frozen And then they snows. go from one frying pan into another frying pan uh, because then they end up with the creepy, creepy Hagrid, the creepy Hagrid's yes. house. Uh, and that was a weird scene. And like, that, really, like if you turn this into a straight horror movie, that would have been great. Especially when she finds the keys, the necklaces of uh, Sabitha and everyone else. And then it's yep. like, oh, that was really cool. It didn't get as dark. I mean, it gets pretty dark. It is pretty I mean, dark. I guess. It's pretty dark. They they but they don't quite go uh, where they're pretty much implying everything's going. But it was yeah. good. Yeah. I you just said you didn't like this one. It was. It, it was like problematic. 
Yeah, <laughs> I guess. It, um, but it, 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 you know, it was better Ian than abandoning Barbara. But like, what else is he gonna do? But why couldn't they go together? I don't know why Barbara stayed. It's all. It's. All, I wouldn't have let. Hey, I wouldn't have let. I know Barbara can handle herself. Believe me. But Believe still. me, I know. But I would not have been comfortable leaving her with that creep. I do like that the creep gave him a bag of raw meat to take with him. That's yes. pretty funny. <laughs> Just really, wow. But uh, they make him a hardcore villain, and he's he doesn't change from that. Mm-mm. But then they start hanging out. Like, they're going with him, and he's part of their crew. Eventually, he gets well, rid of the... they force he, him to, but he, yeah. yeah. he gets rid of the bridge, but like... I don't know. They felt like they they were a little too trusting of the guy who's proven themselves to be completely unreliable, and then right. it ends up proving that to them later. Right. Um, I do like the setup in the cave where you have the the key is um, trapped in a block of ice yes. to keep it safe, that and was it's cool. surrounded by four frozen guards. I guess, mm-hmm. which was it was interesting. I mean, I I don't know. Assuming it, ghost guards of some I, kind, something some like that. Ghosts, and, yeah, and there was just just a. a a pipe there if you turn the valve it just like it's not much of a, a system yeah. to guard it right <laughs> like you right. would assume like oh then the guards are going to wake up before the block of ice melts to help guard the key but that's not what happens it was it was a strange thing to happen um i mean i, I also didn't like the whole like they had the rope bridge and that's fine and then he throws the the bridge down yeah uh, evil hagrid does and there's trapped on the other side so they have to like break down stalactites and tie them together to crawl across like that yeah they did just, i don't know there's a, there's it's elements good. of each of these that are a little like meh. and i, I am surprised too like for an overarching story that involves peep again let's talk about the weather dominator episode of gi joe Heck yeah it's about two teams competing to get the thing at the location but we never see daft punk again like right. in any of these little stories where they're trying they're they're overcoming some obstacle within that world or realm or whatever mm-hmm. but there's never like agents of even Shield. like in the, the even in the trial when ian's framed for murder they're using the key to sell it like it's it's not like they're in with the the right. vo- like there's all these ways that they could have tied it in or or they get to the cave and the other group is already there, there none of that well, happens you never See I mean, again. from the beginning, from the first story, as soon as our, our friends take off on the hunt for the keys, yep. um, the guy is killed. Uh, Arbiton's killed by one of the, the Vords. So I think they were just expecting everyone to go get the keys for them and bring it back. I guess. Just collect the keys at the right. end. But there's I no just feel like it's a missed opportunity for, like, to... Storytelling. To, to, for the story to really tie into their motivations and everyone else. It's fine. Right, right. I gotcha. Um... I don't know. Anyway, there's not a whole lot going on in that in the, that story. There's snows of terror. I mean, no, but I, I agree with you. Like, I like the ghost. You know, uh, guards. I'm going to pretend they're ghosts. The ghost guards and everything, and, and then a violent death for Hagrid. Um, he gets it right in the back uh, when once again he's. Does he have Susan? Or is well, it Barbara? All, they're, they're all in the in the. No, at the uh, end, like right, they're about to. They're all, they're on the cabin. Oh, he has Hagrid Susan. has his back to the door. He grabs Susan grabs or Barbara. Susan, I believe. I think it's Susan. Yeah, and then he gets literally stabbed in the back. It's probably Susan because that's all her role well, is: is to be in trouble for. and need need help. Yep. Um, but yeah, it was it was okay. Yep. I like. I I thought it was a little bit better than the previous one. They're all good ideas. Like the whole thing has has very good ideas. It's just. Some of them are executed better than others. Some yes. are just a little bit clumsy. But well, we where talk- we go, Dan, is probably my favorite because yes. I feel like 
we've never really seen a courtroom drama that felt like, you know, it could be an episode of the Rockford Files or something Ooh. where... You know, the, the Ian is is uh, framed for this crime, and it's like a you know they got to get evidence, and like mm-hmm. I, I, that was cool. I, I was not expecting that at all. And each of these are so different, so it's like really you're you go from one thing to the other. But I thought I liked all of it. This so, one especially. So, this yeah. this one was strange because the the very end of the previous story, you know, you see them someone jump to the next place, mm-hmm. so you get your little teaser, but it was the strangest jump cut to get into this one where yeah. Ian's just like in what looks like an art heist or something like that. Yes. And they don't know what's going on. Um there was just absolutely no thread. Yeah, connected. it's like a TV mystery. You get like you don't know who it is, you just see that gloved black hand like mm-hmm. moving in and stealing the thing. But you're right, you're like totally like where what I honestly on? felt like I missed something. But yeah, did it skip like, an episode? Right. So then, so we have um, kind of a locked room mystery. Ian's Ian's in this uh, room. He sees that there's a, a body on the ground with a weapon beside it. He sees the uh, uh, key in a display case. Goes to look at it. Gets whacked over the head. He gets knocked out. Gets framed for the murder of the other guy. Um, then our, our, our oh wait, friends. hold on! I just have to back up. I had yeah. my notes, which cracked me up. It cracked myself up. Not yeah. a, not hard to do. When Ian and Barbara first got in Hagrid's cabin and he closed the door, I just wanted him to just look at them and go, "You're both my wives now." I don't know. That's all. You can go back to the. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It just seemed like, and then the rest of the show would just be them living uh, together. But Dan, go on to the. Uh, to the, the uh, break-in, the art theft. No, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Uh, <laughs> that, that. I'm, glad, I'm glad I derailed the topic, yeah, uh, yeah, the that, discussion that really to helpful. talk about. You're both my wives now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so sister wives, uh, <laughs> sister wives Susan and Barbara. Uh, okay. So we're here. This is when the doctor comes back. Um, the doctor yes. gets to do his And did best. you did you have a moment of like, oh, right, he's in it. Well, Because I yes. forgot that he had gone ahead. Like, That's exactly Because it was right. so long ago that like yes. you went through a couple of episodes, and then you're like, oh, right, he went four places ahead or whatever they said. To whatever it was, like the civilized society yeah. was this place. Um, so the doctor gets to do his like uh, Murder, She Wrote or Columbo yes. act, which is, which is fun. Um, so he gets to be the uh, a lawyer for the defense uh, of Ian. Ian's framed. We have so you know we have a, a couple different. Uh, what do you want to call them? The, the guards or the inquisitors? Um, mm-hmm. So you have like Taryn there. Um, I thought it was uh, an interesting concept. You have this. You have this uh, courtroom drama, and they have this very rigid. Uh, you know, the proof, the burden of innocence is put yes, on the person. Yes. They are assumed to be guilty. Right. You're guilty um, until proven innocent. Exactly. So um, I thought it was a, a lot of fun. We had, uh, I know it comes a little bit later, it comes, I guess, revealed in the sixth episode, but you have kind of this plan to steal the key that Ian just kind of wandered into, so they decide to use him to their benefit. So you're not sure who is actually involved in this plot um, behind right. the scenes. And I thought it was you know the the guard that first interrogates Ian. I thought, yes. oh, obviously he's the bad guy, but it wasn't him. Uh, it was one of the other other kind of guard guys, right? And the wife too, his which wife, yeah, I thought was great 
I, and I did not really see that coming, that not it was going to be her. So I thought that was very cool. You know, and, we do try to talk about, like, the, the representation of women in these stories, and they tend to be either not represented at all, and it's entirely male cast, or they're just damsels in distress. Uh, in this overall serial, we have Sabitha, who has a, a, you know, goes from one extreme of being completely enslaved um, to having kind of some agency and, and working to, to help them. Um, Susan is who she is. Barbara's just as strong as always. But then you have this other woman who just seems like she's the grieving widow. Yeah, she's and her heel turn was great, like where she just starts laughing. Oh, yes. She, yes. Although you don't see it. It could be so maybe around. she hit him. You know, maybe. you don't you don't it's know. She's yeah. That that was strange. I forgot about that, and that was like not really necessary. Like I don't know no. why they had that little bit of well, her getting hit, other than to say he was a bad guy. But then they exactly. tried to portray him uh, sympathetically because you know when make, make you not feel bad that he got killed. I don't know. That, that was that was a little strange. So I'm going to pretend that she's hitting I him, like but idea. she cries when she does it because she hates. What he did, uh, he makes you do it. Yeah, look what you made me do. <laughs> God, uh, exactly, that's horrible. Yeah, horrible. Way to, but no, way to bring have, the podcast down. <laughs> she did have a good. I like this is like a good heel turn. But I guess you know it's it's interesting that she doesn't have to be this virtuous woman and still be a strong. No, character. yeah, and and I thought she was good, and I thought she was a great villain. And then you have the whole. Uh, how did she know? Kind of like the the realization that how did she know this one detail when they have a course exactly. Susan captured? Thought that was all good. Yeah. The episode felt like it needed to be like an hour episode and have both parts in it because I thought the la- we're not on the last episode yet, but th- that was yeah. weaker only because you you're spend you still have to spend all this time finishing the fifth story and then it moves into this post ending ending where you get all the other business, but we'll get to that later. Right, right. It was I good, mean- and I like how e- the doctor gives everyone something to do. So like. Um, uh, Altoids and uh, Sabitha, like the, like you guys research, uh, go to the library and figure out all the cases about this. And then uh, Barbara and, and um, what's her name? I can't even think of her name. Susan, right? They're going to yeah. be st- like looking around and trying to find evidence or whatever. And the doctor is going to do whatever the doctor does. And Ian, who's usually always sort of in, in charge, is taken completely out of it. As he's just sort of a prisoner and has to just sit there and hope that they can get him out. So that was right. a cool little change of dynamic. Yeah, for the story, it was good. I liked. I liked this one. This was probably my favorite of the six. Yeah, I mean, you, and you said it kind of right because it was different. It, five and the first quarter or so of six, or for five and the first half of six, are really kind of that one story. Uh, it gets all wrapped up and they reveal that they how the the. It's, it's, what is that? Uh, I don't know. One of those classic mysteries, like oh, how did the the locked room mystery? How did the guy get the thing out of the thing? It was it was yeah. frozen. Yeah, whatever. It's yeah. just one of those mystery. It was box hidden things. in the uh, you know, and you find out it's hidden in the weapon, in the whatever, weapon, in the time. hand of the weapon. Which the doctor's like, I knew the whole time. It's like you could have shared that bit, no. like, and using the decoy key and all that. That was, that was pretty yeah. good. Okay, so then we get back to. The final, we go back to the the island. Of yeah, they get Lost. a lot of use out of that decoy key, right? If that, because that comes up Features later in prominently in two stories. Well, yeah. three stories, yeah, three yeah. of them. Um, yep. So they go back to the planet, uh, or back to the other, back to the island, um, not knowing that uh, they're yeah. He's a, the what's his name is already Arbiton's dead. Arbiton's dead. Yep. 
And there's that these at least in like an old man, at least like in his hood, and then you know it's a very strange little try to. It's so contrived. It's very like, it's very the, weak. The, the 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 helmet's so huge. Then you have that giant robe hood over it and you can't come near me because the machine has made right. me sick so just throw the key yeah. on the ground right and that i saw it coming a mile away like you're like he's it's the fake key or whatever but it still was cool to see see them use it um you saw it coming a mile away i'm just in it uh moment no. to moment okay I'm not trying to look at it i was like why did ian give him the key but no ian's smarter than i am yeah he I is know he had that um Anyway, nothing happens. They they no they, like the they, ending they plug is weak. In the, they plug in the yeah, broken and the, the they, fake key. And right, it blows they mention that the fake key is going to make it blow up, and then you know the doctor or whatever. It's better this way. Um, I thought the island, like when that last shot, that last ex- uh, exterior shot of the island, I thought we were going to get a little explosion or something because you don't yeah, really right. see that, but it's fine. Yeah, Man, I, don't, I don't know. It was good. It, it was it was it's a good wrap up to it. So. Yeah. So yeah, fine. really, really the the fifth story was probably my favorite. Um, the wrap up was kind of the weakest. Screaming Jungle, not so great. Um, but yeah, overall, the I liked I liked the ideas of a, a kind of a journey going from place to place. Yes. It really kept things yeah, I'm, moving. That's a, I'm a Instead big fan of, the, of that. That the thing I always mention with these really overly long stories is they keep going back to place the same place over and over again. If someone gets captured, they bring them back, they escape, but they get brought back again. A lot of running around in the same areas. Um, breaking it up like this makes that uh, not such a problem. So Yeah, and, and the fact that each serial is, was so unique, even in terms of like the subgenre or whatever that it was doing, um, it was cool. It was interesting. Yeah. I liked it, uh, for the most part. I you know. liked it, too. All right. Do people well, like it, Dan? I don't know what anyone thinks of this. Do people hate this story or like this story? Weren't we asked specifically to do this story? Yes. Uh, Hair of the Hound, I believe. Yeah. Or maybe multiple people did. I'm sure multiple people did. But yeah, this was, was we were not on. supposed to do this story. This is the end of Hartnell for us. Yeah. Um, which, okay, yeah, he's grown on me. And I think you same. probably feel the same way. So yeah. it was a good it was a good way to say goodbye to him and it was also cool to see to be back in the first season and to see sort of that relationship and how it developed because this was before the aztecs which either is the next one or that was the yeah. very first the one that thing we did we, first. you and i reviewed right so it was kind of interesting to see like <laughs> them shortly some, before that for some god-awful reason yeah. our, our schedule at the beginning made very little sense yeah it was based on netflix at that time netflix also, literally had classic doctor who how long ago was that and we were trying to do the ones that were the most popular or something i don't know whatever it, well no originally sense. to to for people following a home uh, oh, updating the wikipedia page it was uh-huh. literally every episode on netflix which wasn't many Oh, right. And then it got taken off Netflix, and it was on Hulu. Right. And we were like, okay, let's do, like, whatever's the most important. And we were, like, looking up lists or whatever. Right, right, and then right. it was just, like, whatever. I think it was on Amazon Prime. Like, it was, it was all over the place. And finally, thank thank uh, goddess for Brit, BritBox. Uh, yeah, I think there. there was – wasn't there even – there was a time when it wasn't anywhere. And we either had to – Oh, yeah, I was like, please mail them in. We we had to join uh, Netflix DVD club. I think I did that at one point. Didn't we join Netflix so. to get the DVDs? In you, can, you can also like get them in other places online. Right. Anyway, yeah. That's what happens when you do a show for seven years or however long it's been. Christ. 
Well, let's see. Well, what, what people, people say? Did we? Did any say. listeners write in? Or we, we got we got a few people. Um, uh, user on Twitter, you can always tweet us at TODW Show. I'll uh, let people know in advance. Say, hey, we're about to record something. Tell us what you think about it. And you did it yet again, you glorious people. Speaking of glorious, uh, user named Twenty Six Glorious Years says oh. about this story. Well, for starters, some wonderful dialogue that sadly didn't make it into the broadcast episode. Um, see below. There's a, a another tweet that's mentioned there. Otherwise, always worth watching alone for Raymond Cusack's superb design work and the opening model shot is wonderful. Um, so the the tweet that the they're referencing is another one they this, they wrote that says another delight of viewing Doctor Who from the start is taking is taking the time to pay close attention to the production minutia again. The info text on Marinus, uh, for example. Presents an absolute gem, a cut piece of dialogue about why the TARDIS's scanner doesn't properly display a color image. And I was reading about this on one of the Wikipedia pages. Apparently in the, the original script, they do make a, a reference to the, the scanner in the TARDIS being in black and white that it's too bad it doesn't do color. And the doctor says something along the lines of uh, that is something that he was working on or something like that. Apparently in the original script, the reason why Susan and the doctor were in England in the first place from the very beginning before Unearthly Child because he was going to the BBC really to help to get them to help him turn his black and white scanner into color I mean the BBC was was too secretive right wouldn't give him that information was that in an Unearthly Child or 101 BC or whatever those four were I can't remember I know we reviewed it I think it was supposed to be in this story to explain why they were there in the, in the oh oh story. i got you i got you but it was not it wasn't included. hooking into something already stated no, they were no. adding that got they it. they just wanted to visit the bbc to get color tv hey, which, i mean that's where you gotta uh, go of, for it of the era it makes a lot of sense yeah. anyway that, i think it was really cute so that's cool um paul paranoid says there's a very telling interview on the dvd extras with ray cusack cusick john uh, cusack's where, brother john john cusick <laughs> Where and Joan asking, Cusack's brother. Let's be let's be fair. That's no one talks about Joan enough. I um, do. She's great. You always actually you talk about her. I always love Joan Cusack. Uh, where he's asked if Kiza Marinus has any redemptive qualities at all, and he says no. Oh, I don't agree with that. I don't either. I think this was a lot of fun. I I enjoyed this very much. You um, don't ever get a courtroom Doctor Who like that's not something that often happens. I mean, yeah, Trial of the Time Lord, someone's probably screaming, but, like, this was more of, like, a procedural TV show version of a uh, yeah, of a courtroom thing. But uh, Raymond Kusick is the designer, so maybe from a design point of view, he wasn't happy with it, but the models were good. I love the, the, the alien head thing. I, yeah. The, the, brain, the brains with eye stalks, that was a little <laughs> over, the, over the top. But, yeah, overall, it was, it was nothing to be ashamed of. It was a pretty good story. Okay, anyway, my two cents. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Miss Fitzcully says, uh, watch it with an open mind. There are moments when it is bat crazy. Uh, what were they smoking? But seriously, I do enjoy the story a lot. And we'll rewatch and post with a comment for the pod, which, um, they did. So in a follow-up tweet, Miss Scully goes on to say, I hope you enjoyed this classic one. Uh, one I enjoy. Episode one is the best. Uh, the Vore desperately trying to walk with scuba fins. I mean, we never talked about the pyramid yeah, the whole, with, like, the, with the revolving walls and the... Yeah. 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 
but yes, they do stumble over their fins a couple of times too, which is kind of crazy. Um, let's see, uh, glass sand and an and an acid sea, which was kind of a fun idea. Yeah, they um, lots of talk of glass and but sand. But you only see it the one time, and it's like I don't know what it's really supposed to tell us. But okay, uh, nice model shot with uh, with visible wires pulling the submarine props. Um, Ray Cusack design on a small budget always works. Love it. Yeah. I think, like, Necessity, the Mother of Invention, I think they did a great job with what they had there. So that was very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Robert Gill says the Sea of Acid concept was also used in Ridley Scott's Raised by Wolf series on uh, oh, I haven't watched that show. Oh, That's okay. a show about AI or something, probably. So yeah. it's... It, two androids are... are given the responsibility of raising some human children on another planet. Uh, they escaped Earth because it's falling apart and wars and blah, blah, blah. And it's this whole struggle between the, this atheist sect, of which the uh, androids are part, and these religious uh, believers and blah, blah. But not only is there this acid sea, also in this the new season of Raised by Wolves, which in the second season now, um, there's a whole thing with a society that's controlled by a computer. Oh! Not, not, not mind control, but mm-hmm. the computer actually does all of the thinking for them and tells them what to do and what jobs to take and is their ruler, um, and they all are subjugated to it. So it's, the, it's a lot of the same ideas there. So there thank you, you for drawing that connection in two ways there, uh, Robert Gill. Um, also does point out to us, thank you, that this is the first story where a model of the tar- TARDIS is seen materializing. So that was fun. Um... Let's see. Uh, World Enough in Time podcast um, posted this just under the wire. Um, thank you. Seven minutes ago saying, um, uh, this is a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, love Babs hitting the brains. She does go Yeah, off. she goes crazy with she that. Yeah, that, that was a great scene. That was a lot of great. Lot There's of some fun. screaming that happens pre-hitting too. And it's like, but it's just, you know, you see it coming. So it's Yeah, fun. yeah. She really winds up and just mm-hmm. lets loose. Um, she's got that uh, murder bloodlust. I mean, we saw her when she was running over Daleks that time in the that's true the tractor trailer. I think that is the through line for Barbara's uh, mm-hmm. character growth. Uh, she's got some darkness in her. <laughs> uh, Altos and Sabitha are both too sexy to be proper companions. Okay, yep. Um, Susan is useless in the jungle. <coughs> to be useless fair, in all of to them. To be fair, to be useless everywhere. So it's not just the jungle. <laughs> Um, also, the idol is a big uh, is a bit too gropey and vaster too rapey. <laughs> <laughs> so gropey and rapey, two problems. Yeah, in this you story. do get. Yeah, again, you get the the creepy Hagrid. You know that is a that's a whole thing. But yeah, yep. the the groping statue as well. And lastly, says this is fun for Hagrid. fun fun for the whole family. Yep. Um, so thank you, folks, for responding to that. Yeah, uh, totally agree. This was. I, you know, I got really worried. I saw it was a heart story. It's hard when it's six, six parts, too. Like, that's always a drag, no matter who the doctor is. Uh, but, but it wasn't too bad overall. No, um, and because, it again, it feels like six different or five different stories. Yes. You know? Yeah. So it's, this is apparently the first of 35 oh my six, God. six-parters. That includes all the way up to New Who. Um, uh, Flux is also a six-parter. But 35 of them. Of the 35 six-parters, How many did we, do? we must have done 30 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Um, so that was that was fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, anything else to, uh, to talk about here? Yeah. Uh, we have a new oh. iTunes review, Dan. What? 
birthday, yes, we do. Thanks to Jay Veebs. Now, again, uh, for those new to the podcast, we only have access to the U.S. store at this point. So if you're leaving a review on the U.K. store or uh, the Australian, whatever, whatever country uh, that you're in, we're only able to read the U.S. store for now. Although I think you know some black magic where you're able to, to access the U.K. or other, other country stores. But anyway, in the U.S. store on February 8th, uh, we got a review from Jay Veebs who writes, uh, Great show for enjoying and celebrating classic Doctor Who. I recently subscribed to BritBox, who should be comping our accounts, let's be honest. Uh, that, that's me, not, not uh, Jay Veebs. Uh, yeah, I recently subscribed to BritBox and started checking out Classic Doctor Who, and the old Doctor Who show podcast has been the perfect companion in my viewing. The podcast is informative, yet fun and lighthearted. Watching Classic Doctor Who for the first time decades after its original run has been a lot of fun, and it has been great to... It just ends there. <gasps> oh. The thought was never completed. That was the last. I don't know if it was a character limit, or did we lose poor J. Beams? I hope you weren't leaving a review and driving. Uh, So I hope you're okay. But yes, so who knows what was coming next? Uh, But we thank you for the five stars. Those are the perfect and correct amount of stars uh, Um, for a review. Speaking of that, that was wonderful. Thank you so much. You're right. I forgot I did have a little bit of dark magic here. and looking at the store from uh, Great Britain, as iTunes would like to call it, yes. we did get one from the 2nd of February. All right, throw that out from there. From Agent Doggett, another five-star review that says, A guide through the classics. Two fab hosts that fill me in on episodes that I have no intention of watching. <laughs> now, I would love to be in their head for that. So they're, they're listening to us talk about a show. Uh, without any context. So that's got to be kind of an, a unique perspective. How fun. How fun for them. <laughs> we still have to watch them all, so that's fine. Um, but that's it. So thank you so much for, for yes, the, the uh, five-star reviews. If um, you want to leave a review, please go to uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, Stitcher, or Google Stitcher, Play. whatever the other ones are, um, and leave Absolutely. some reviews. Uh, Apple, I believe, is the only place you can actually type something. But uh, we appreciate you leaving any reviews or telling people. You know, you can tweet about it or post it on your social media thing. Tell and, your aunts. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, while you're out picking up Goblin uh, by Will Perkins and I, you can um, also be listening to it. But not at the same time. You don't want to be rude if you're someone's no, trying to ring you up and you're on your... Uh, no, but you whatever, know, you're checking out at your local comic yeah. book store. You're, you're, you're having it on the car. I don't know what your setup take is. Take out your earbud, put it into the, the <laughs> ear hole of the person checking out at the comic book store. They're going to love it. Um, and they're gonna love this pod is great. He's hard selling again. Um, mm-hmm. Dan, do we have anything else? Are we good? Nothing. We got nothing else. People could write in, though, Dan. We haven't gotten any, any listener mail in a while, right? So if you want listener mail, which we will read on air unless you specifically say don't read it on air, can be sent to the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at egrissom. You can follow Dan on Twitter at DanJNJ. Yep. And that same name for me is my Instagram, and I think it's the same for Dan for his Instagram. And Dan's waving. He's waving excitedly. 
I just wanted to say hi. What is it? No, we actually did get um, we did get a couple of emails, and I uh, oh well, I there you go. About that, see that. Um, our friend uh, uh, Chuck wrote to us to tell us about um, another place where people listen to podcasts on the app of Podcast Addict. Um, apparently okay. There are some Podcast Addict. There. I haven't actually gone through and taken a, a look at that, but he did send a helpful screenshot of um, some four and five star reviews. I don't oh, know what the good. four star reviews are doing there, but hey, this is great. A mistake. Um, Someone yeah. you, you can accidentally hit with your finger the wrong wrong. It, it happens. It happens all the time fat finger it um but thank you for for pointing us in that direction um we got our our friend hair the hound did write us an email and because you wrote we have to read it so uh, this just came in a couple hours ago which is why i didn't notice before he says trying to cover his tracks um dear dan and eric first off kudos to you brave and beautiful adventurers for taking on the quest for the keys of marinus <laughs> imagine you dressed up as altos and sabitha you look sensational they okay. are a very good-looking group. It's a good-looking Especially pair. when he starts blinking again. Because oh, yeah. he creeps you out completely the first time you meet him. But then you, you're you like, oh, he's a regular human uh, when he starts uh, blinking. And I Sabitha would... was wonderful. She, yeah. uh, I actually thought one of them, like, I, I sort of knew because we did whatever, the Aztecs or the Romans or whatever follows this. I thought it, they were almost like being prepped to be companions. Uh, right. But then, you know, we don't. Yeah. They They're stay. Um, but they are very attractive people. I, I would agree yeah, with that. Yeah, of course. Um, as the script had to be written on short notice, uh, uh, the decision to make a series of mini-adventures sort of makes sense, and a puzzle piece story is always fun. The fact that the program changes time period, setting, and genre with every story is already challenging enough given... Well, I don't think it changes... Time period because the the yeah they risk, make a point of saying it only goes, only goes through space through space and not time. so so there Conrad <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> look we got one thing right after seven years <laughs> anyway sorry setting uh, uh, a genre with every story is uh, already challenging enough given lack of time and budget but to change location every week is both insane and impressive. You have to admire the risk taking ambition and overall I think the story pulls it off with a few highlights mm-hmm. number one marinus with acid seas and model work please can we have uh, a dan gif of a cardboard cutout being thrown down a well yeah apparently whatever <laughs> he throws the the board over into yeah. the pit it you can see that it's, it's just, just a, a standing piece of yeah, it's a standing which is fine uh yes i will try to make that happen number two uh i love the board incredibly in tw- 2021 the year of our lord yes they brought out an action figure set. Oh, they of, did? And it's it's in the email here. This is effing ridiculous. Um, a figure set of Ian with two Vord. Wait, what? That sounds like uh, something I shouldn't be Googling. <laughs> you absolutely should be. Um, it is delightful. Uh, I will... I will cool. Here. Hang on one second here, Eric. Uh, that's always been the dream that uh, they're just going to start sending us action figures, right? I mean, that's why we got into this game. It's the only reason I want to do this. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I got the right one here. Can I share this? Are you? I don't know. No? Are you sharing a video thing eh, on an audio it podcast? It's fine. Forget, forget it. Uh, good point. I just okay. saw your desktop. That's what I'm looking at a tree. Nope. Okay. It's not showing anything. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, cool. Keep cool. going. Okay, it's great. too late. Pull out. Pull out. <laughs> okay. 
to have action figures of a one-off monster from a black and white serial made 58 years ago is wild, and the figures are fantastic. The kinky, stabby bastards. So you see that the, actually the figures of the Vords look awesome. They have little knives, but that looks nothing like Ian. It's fantastic. I'll put this up on the Twitter page. Actually, I think it's on our timeline as well. Um, out there. So thank Very you so good. much. Thank um, you. Let's see. Uh, Barbara writes, if there's one thing that pulls this whole story together and never lets us down, it's Barbara. Always bringing class mm-hmm. and integrity to yep. everything she does. Agreed. When they're fighting off horribly inappropriate storylines, smashing up morpho brains, or just dealing with Susan on a daily basis. <laughs> Jacqueline Hall stands out as one of the best companions and greatest actors in Who to this day. What a legend. Could not agree yeah, more. I agree all with Barbara all stands. Barbara stands in the house. Lastly says, can't wait to hear what you think of this one. According to the schedule, it looks like you'll finish cl- classic Doctor Who around September. Oh, God. The chains will be unloosed on uh, September. Wait, we're going to be done in September? Hey, I didn't do the math. I'm just Is listening. Is that really? I'm, I'm just uh, relying on our listeners. I'm glad to hear you're thinking about what to do next, as TODW Show was my first podcast. Wow. I'm not sure I'm going Look to cope without it. Wow, we set that bar real high for you, didn't we? I go to this, I'm going to the schedule page. I always forget to link up that listen link. Like, we don't have a listen link for Creature from the Pit. But yeah, I guess we don't have that many episodes left. Look at that. We're on number 124, and we go to 135. So that probably checks out. September. Interesting. Hey, uh, check your check your messages real quick there. No, so you can see what I'm seeing, and that honestly, Do it looks. You see what I see. Ian the force is born. Wait, where is the? Looks nothing like Mr. Ian. I can't see anything. Well, neither can our, our listeners. It's fine. Oh, it's I fine. see it right there. Yes, he looks yeah. like he can sell you some insurance. <laughs> yeah, that does that. Well, I mean, a little bit. I can see it would a have little been better. bit in the face. This is like middle, put uh, him, middle manager Ian. But those, the Vord are very cool. They look great. If they had put Ian in the kimono instead, the yes. Marco Polo yep. uh, Chinese kimono. I guess it's not a kimono. I think it was a Chinese sort of ceremony. I like the little symbols on the top of the Vord's head. I never really I noticed that they were different I per i guess you know the leader had the triangle right or did he I, have the sir but it feels very like squid game uh yeah. that's cool yeah anyway so that's it so you can always send us again emails to uh the old doctor who show at gmail.com tweet us at t-o-d-w show also on instagram at t-o-d-w show where we'll put more of the gifts as mentioned before you'll be able to see those on our twitter timeline yep. but if you go to the old doctor who show.com yep. you'll see all of our stories there and uh each story page has a gift gallery of usually dozens of gifts. I only put a few on uh, Twitter to tease you. Uh, but yeah, if you want to see more of them, that's where you'll find them. That's it. That's all we got. That's awesome. We're done. We we're finished done. it. We're done with the show. No, we're not done with the show. We're done with Hartnell. Then next time we're going to talk, or you and I will talk, we'll be talking Planet of the Spiders. Uh, so Spiders. it's Pertwee. We're going into Pertwee, Pertwee Town. Can't wait. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's pretty much Pertwee and uh, Tom Baker, and then just Pertwee. And then we got to do that movie, Dalek's Invasion of Earth. <whistles> yeah, and then we're done. All right. Goodbye, everybody. All right, goodbye. <laughs> That's so weird to say. It's a climactic